It's time to start your life the way it is meant to be. There's only one time when it will be too late, and you don't want to wait for that. This is Now or Never. The choice is yours. Your host is Karen Wright. Today, you're about to meet some amazing people. The stories are not always happy ones, but they define a healing process. Listen with an open mind and an open heart. Now, here is Karen Wright. Welcome, listeners, to my show, Now or Never, The Choice is Yours. And thank you for taking the time and making the choice and being here with us now. We have an amazing show lineup today with two spectacular people that I love dearly, Robin Johnson and Dr. Jeff O'Driscoll. How are you both doing today? Great. Yeah, it's wonderful to be with you. Thank you. Yes, we're so we're so lucky. They're in the same room together today, so they're not all over the place. We got those two together, so it's going to be really fun. So I can see both of them at the same time, and they just look beautiful. Um, today's show, tending to heart and soul. Soul work is beautiful work. It opens up space for shifting and awakening to a whole new world. What does this look like to you? The variety of soul experiences is breathtaking. In this episode, I will talk with Robin and Jeff about tending to the soul to bring about healing and growth. These two friends had devoted themselves to mentoring others in their own journeys of heart and soul. Listeners, you know, as we begin our show, how I'd love to take a moment and ground us and being in the present and being in the now. So I would love you all, if you're listening, and my guests, I invite you to join me, closing your eyes, taking a deep breath in, and releasing. And this time, as you breathe, make sure that air goes all the way down to your lower abdominals. Breathing back in. And releasing. And now bring your hands up on your shoulder like you're giving yourself a big hug. Just squeeze yourself for a second, feeling that love you have for yourself. Taking a deep breath in. And releasing. Now, as you take a deep breath in, I want you to repeat three times, either out loud or to yourself. I am worthy of my love. I am worthy of my love. I am worthy of my love. Take another deep breath in. And releasing. Now tapping three times on your chest, repeating accept three times, accept, accept, accept. Another deep breath in and releasing. Now, as we come to the present, as we come to our being centered and one, I want you to feel that grounding of where you're at, at this moment. I invite you all to lean in with your heart, lean in with your soul, as we begin the show today. 
Listeners, you know I love to do my affirmations at the beginning of every show, and I never look into what the affirmation says. It just jumps out at me. And as I read it, I always invite my guests to share with the listeners what came to your mind when I read you this affirmation. You guys ready? The affirmation is, I am brave. Oh. <laughs> I am brave. That is the affirmation today. Robin, what was the first thing that came to you when I read that card? I am brave. Mm. I think for me, I'm always thinking about the heart and courage um, comes from the heart. And so when I want to be brave, I definitely have to disconnect from my fear and my doubt that's in my mind (laughs) and sink into my heart. And that is where I really find my courage. I love that. Sinking to the heart, kind of putting that ego behind you, huh? Just kind of like... Get behind us. Let us be able to have that brave, that courage to step forward. Dr. Jeff, what was the first thing that came to you? Um, it wasn't too long ago. I had uh, several friends that were pressing me pretty hard to share more, uh, and I was reluctant to do it. And uh, on one occasion, as I was debating this in my mind, I heard my own timid voice say, but what if my message isn't good enough? And then I heard the voice that I've recognized for decades spoke up and said, it's not your message. So uh, a few weeks later, I I was awakened from sleep and I couldn't get back to sleep for an hour or two. And I finally asked Source, I said, why did you wake me up? And the voice said, I've been giving you messages. Why aren't you sharing them? So now I try to share more. And sometimes (laughs) you have to try and be brave to do that. So getting over the ego. I love that. I've noticed in... Robin, I want to talk to you about this. I I love Robin. Robin, I go back histories, but um, Robin is a Reiki master. And I I learned from her and received my Reiki master from her. And when in one of our classes, you were talking about, we were talking about the moon and how the moon phases plays a part of your emotional things that you go through each month. It's almost like a cycle. Yeah. And Today, the 24th, or is today 24th? It's a full moon. Ah. And the week prior to the full, like this whole week, I want to tell you how doubtful I become, how I start questioning myself. And I have become more aware of this. And so I love both of you were talking about the ego or the voices in your mind telling you quit being that and I've been this whole week going eagle behind me get behind me as I swish my hand over my head and like fling it to the back seat eagle in the back seat and just let the courageous person that we are the brave bravery that we have inside of us step forward and allowing the ego to step back and so anyway Rob I wanted to talk to you about you talked to me about there's a chart that you found and so make note I want you to see if you can find that chart for me about the cycles of the moon. Okay, I'll have to find it. I don't have it at the moment. Because <laughs> hey, I was just like, oh, I need this. Because there's times I'm just like, whoosh. I don't know if yeah. I can do this. Yeah. Anyway, listeners, I hope you take that affirmation, I am brave, and write it on your sticky note, write it on the mirror, and step into that bravery that is inside of you. Allowing your ego for a moment to step in the back seat and allow the bravery to come through. 
I want to first introduce Robin. Robin Johnson is known as the Heart Whisperer. She is a gifted healer, speaker, teacher, and entrepreneur. She is the CEO of the Wholeness Network. Her soul's purpose is to create a safe place for people to heal. She does that whether she is running a retreat, working with a client, or creating an online platform for wholeness. Robin's desire to help people heal came from finding her own path of healing that ended a 20-year battle with depression. The peace she feels each day will never be taken for granted. Robin and her husband, Andrew, have been married for 33 years and love their four amazing children. Robin loves to speak to audiences of all ages, teach, teach them about the heart. Her Brave Hearts retreats have helped hundreds of women heal the pain and drama of their past to step into a life of passion and pur purpose. Robin's training includes spiritual life coach, heart center therapy and trauma release from Chickley Institute, HMI master therapist training and Reiki master teacher. So Robin, thank you for being here on the show with us today. Thank you so much. This is so fun to be with you, Karen. <laughs> I love reading. I love reading my guest bio because I'm like blown away how 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 much people have done in their life mm -hmm. and the things that have helped them move forward. And I know there's a little story behind what led you into becoming the heart whisperer. And I would invite you to share that with my listeners at this time. Well, I had been, um, I had several businesses going. As, as it said, I'm an entrepreneur. So I was doing photography. I was teaching Reiki. I was doing heart-centered therapy sessions. And at one point, it just became too much. I was trying to run these reteach and teach all these classes. And so I hired a business advisor and said, I need you to help me narrow this down. You know, I've got to let go of something. This is so complicated. And so we wrote everything up on the whiteboard that I did and all the businesses and what they do. And, and he said, I'm going, to, I'm going to think about this. I'll call you in a few days. And, and he called me back a few days later and he said, Robin, you think you are so complicated, but you're really not. You're really simple. And I said, what? you know, what, what do you mean by that? He said, you only do one thing. It doesn't matter which business you're in. You connect people to their hearts. He said, in my phone book, I just typed in that you're the heart whisperer. And I just thought, oh, the heart whisperer. Oh my gosh. If I could do one thing and be known for one thing, that's what I would want to really help people connect into their heart. Because we all know we have this physical beating heart. And mm -hmm. if we disconnected from that physical heart, we would die. But we also have this emotional or spiritual heart. And if we disconnect from that heart, we never truly live. And I think that life is meant to be lived with passion and purpose and connection and relationship and meaning. And all of that comes from this emotional heart. And so... That's my goal and my dream to really help people understand their own heart connection and feel comfortable and be able to trust the heart. And I love, I love that. And um, the heart is the main, you know, the main thing in our body that pumps us and makes us grow and, and live and love and, and enjoy life. And in your bio, you know, I read a little bit 
when I shared with the, the listeners that you battle with depression for 20 years. Yes. During that time, did you feel that connection with your heart or what triggered, what caused you to move forward out of the depression? What was that one or was it multiple steps of things that happened to you? Or if you could share with the listeners, I would love that. Yeah. Thank you. I think for me, um, the 20 year battle with depression, a lot of it was because I just didn't know where to go. I didn't know where to turn. I didn't know how to find the right tools. Therapy wasn't working for me. I knew medication wouldn't work for me. I'm, I'm too sensitive to medication. And so I just kind of suffered a lot on my own. But part of the thing, my coping technique, because I didn't have any other technique, was just to shut down my own heart and disconnect from my own heart. And we can live our life from our mind. We can function just fine from our mind. We can even smile and act happy from our mind. Mm -hmm. But to really find that deep inner peace, that deep passion and happiness and joy, that's got to come from a heart connection. And so I just started finding a lot of tools along the way. Uh, Reiki was one of the first tools that helped me start clearing out all the negative emotion that I was feeling. And and when I could let go of that pain, I was free to open up to my heart a little bit. You know, it's just like I would crack it open a teeny bit until something painful happened and then I would close it again. And um, when I finally really stepped out of that pain and really started embracing my heart healing and living with my heart open, the only way I can describe it is the life from my head. It was like watching a black and white TV with no sound. It was, life was pretty monotonous and uneventful and no drama or excitement. And the day that I was really able to embrace my healing and open my heart and live from my heart, it was like going to a full color, technicolor, big screen movie with surround sound, all of a sudden life became so invigorating. And so there were so many tools that helped along that way. And those tools are what we try to share at the Wholeness Network. So people have a platform to find some resources. And love the fact you, um, you didn't stop. You made the choice, you know, you found that brave, the braveness inside of you to keep going forward. Because a lot of times I think people struggle with depression and they don't know what to do or how to do it. And you found that power inside of you to move forward because you knew, you knew this was not why we're here in life on, on this world. You know, our journey is so short and we're here to be happy and blissful and <laughs> enjoying every minute of it. And I had the opportunity to um, meet, meet Robin and go to one of her Braveheart retreats. And I want to tell you what it was. Um, I invite each of you, if you can get to her retreats to do it, it was a, an opening experience for me to where I have been working with energy people for the last seven plus years. And I, during that retreat, it was my connection. I connected finally because my, my heart was great. My head was great, but the connection was not there. And during the retreat, I was able to connect and it was like, whoosh, like all of a sudden, my head was feeling what my heart didn't want to feel. And I could bring it all together. 
And Robin, I know there's many experiences like this, and I truly love your whole program and what you've you've done. So how long have you been doing the Braveheart retreats? And I know you do something once a year for for women. So if you could share that with them, I would enjoy that. Thank you. We've been running the Bravehearts retreat for four years. So we've probably held 12 different retreats, but I'm excited because Karen, I don't even think you know this. Um, for the first time, we're doing Bravehearts online and it actually starts on Sunday, this Sunday. <laughs> so <laughs> if anyone wanted to join, it would That's have to awesome. be fast. <laughs> Um, but they could reach out to me uh, because I just didn't want it um, to only be limited to the people around me. But women come in and their hearts are broken. Their hearts are heavy. They're shut down. They've lost hope. They feel like their life is broken in so many pieces. They don't even know where to begin to put that broken heart back together. And and at Brave Hearts, we have a process that we can take every woman through. It doesn't matter what your pain has come from, divorce, loss, grief, you know, depression, lack of self-confidence. The same process is going to heal your heart. And so we're excited to be able to open up the Brave Hearts retreat experience and offer it to the online community. That is amazing. I'm so happy for you. And listeners, please, at the end of the show, we'll make sure Robin has time to share how to get um, a hold of her if you're interested in the Brave Hearts. I'm hands down. You need to. I might even do it because I think it's just a good repeat, a remembering everything that you learn. And, um, you know, it's like onions, right? We just keep peeling, peeling deeper and deeper. So I opened up one part. So it's like we got to go deeper into it. But I really appreciate that, Robin. And she's very gifted. Her whole team is wonderful. I love them all. And listeners, as we go into our next brave or our next break, <laughs> I want you to dig deep and think about, you know, do you have the bravery maybe to go to Braveheart? Go to this retreat. Find that courage inside of you and allow yourself to open up. We've been with Robin Johnson. We'll be right back, and we will be introducing Dr. Jeff to you. Stay tuned. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Everyone knows a realtor. A seasoned realtor, Karen Wright, has the experience and the knowledge of this crazy market. Whether you are a first-time homeowner, downsizing, or divorced, Karen understands the importance of easing the pressure for her clients. A hands-on realtor, Karen has been known to paint rooms, box up toys, bring food to her exhausted clients, and even help them find movers and cleaners to help simplify the process. She reminds her clients to take a deep breath and trust in her. For your next real estate needs, remember Karen Wright at Realty Paths Summit. Visit yourbestmoveyet.net. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency Podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. The book Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine, is authored by number one international best-selling author Karen Wright. 
Karen's book invites readers to learn and grow through every aspect of her life. She invites all who have experienced any loss in their life to take time, read, and feel her words as she opens her soul page after page. Through each twist and turn of her journey, Karen invites her readers to heal and become the person you are truly meant to be. Find your truth, live now, and shine. Visit shinenowornever.com or look for the book on amazon.com. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Now or Never, The Choice is Yours. To connect with the program today, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is karen at shinenowornever.com. Let's get back to this week's show. Here again is Karen Wright. Listeners, welcome back. And if you just jumped in and and turned us on, we were listening and interviewing with Robin Johnson. She's the heart whisperer. She does these amazing retreats, retreats called Brave Hearts. And it was, we were talking during the break how it was funny because the affirmation card for the day was, I am brave. And she runs these whole brave hearts. And you have to be brave, like she mentioned during break. You have to be brave in order to open your heart. Open your heart, open your soul, and allowing that healing to take place. So, listeners, I invite you to be brave. This is a great time to be brave. We're in, what, the end of June? And um, July is almost here, so let's be brave and step into July. But I want to introduce our next guest to Dr. Jeff O'Driscoll. During his 25 years as an emergency physician, um, Dr. Jeff saw souls leave their bodies at death and communicate with them. His otherworldly experiences began in childhood after his brother died in a farm accident. After decades of silence, He now shares his experiences in his award-winning book, Not Yet, and as an international transformational speaker. After stepping away from clinical medicine, Dr. Jeff now serves clients in 10 countries, working as an intuitive mentor, connecting each soul to their highest self and their most authentic life path. So Dr. Jeff, thank you for being with us today. Great to be with you. Thanks for having me. Of course. I was just honored both of you wanted to be and be together. Robin and Jeff go way back, and they're just great friends. And I met Dr. Jeff through Robin at her Braveheart retreat. Is actually where I first listened to Dr. Jeff when he spoke to to us women there. And it was his story is, is um I love his story. He he infatuated me when he was when he was speaking and telling me about um, him able to see people after you know in the emergency room. So Jeff, I want you to share a little bit first about um, your experiences. Like I know in your bio, you talked about first of all your brother, um, his sudden death, and that traumatic that happening to you, and that things started happening at that time. So if you could share with the listeners what you went through as losing your your brother, you know, your feelings and emotions and how that opened your world. 
to something new. Ironically, that you should say it that way, because I didn't realize that it had opened my emotions at all. In fact, I thought that it, it seemed to close them down, but I didn't realize that for many years. Mm-hmm. It was I was just a month from my 12th birthday when my brother died, when he tipped a tractor over. And uh, I saw the agony of my parents, but I didn't think it really had any impact on me. I thought I got through it, you know, emotionally unscathed, if you will. Um but then I started to get messages. And when I was 16, I was driving uh, a Volkswagen bug <clears throat> much too fast on a narrow country road after dark with two friends in the car, none of us wearing seatbelts. And a voice spoke to me and said, you have to slow down. And for some reason, I listened. It was like the voice wrapped itself around my soul. And I couldn't resist it. I slowed down. I went around a corner. I hit a Cadillac head on. And there was a lot of damage, but nobody was injured. I think I might have died that night if I hadn't have heard that voice. And I later came to realize that that was my brother speaking to me. And it was about 20 years after he died that he came to me one day and he said, you have to go talk with our mother because there's things she's never told you about my death. And you can imagine that kind of got my attention. So Mm -hmm. I went and sat down with my mother one day and uh, we had a conversation. She told me that day for the very first time, she said, I always knew where you were in the house before Stan died because I could hear you singing. When your brother died, you stopped singing. So I started to realize how much his death and my separation from him had shut me down. Um, I remember one day uh, I was thinking about my friend's new house and how nice it was. And I remember thinking, I don't want anything in my life, person or thing that I care enough about that it it can hurt me when it's gone. And I remember stopping and thinking and going, well, that's not normal. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started to realize I had some attachment disorder from being separated from my brother at his death. And I wasn't going to allow anything to hurt me that way again. And it was that time that I started to begin to take down the wall Uh, around my heart because I built this big wall to protect myself from ever being hurt again, not realizing that the same wall keeps you from loving or being loved in a a meaningful, deep way. And and I was still working through this when I met Robin. Robin and I uh, came together with a few other friends at this little gathering one day and her friend, Michelle, uh, greeted me and I gave her this little one of these kind of things, you know, Uh side hug. (laughs) And and Michelle said, Oh, Jeff, a side hug, you're getting better. And so (laughs) I was, I was healing. I was working on that. And, uh, you know, as a physician, I have literally opened a person's chest and wrapped my hand around their heart. Um, And so I have a, I have a very clear uh, perception about the heart And in my medical training, I had a very traditional Western medicine, left brain training, uh, mind up here, heart down here, don't uh, let them connect or interact (laughs) with one another. And, uh, but yet I still had these experiences. People would come to the ER and I've had people in the ER that passed away and I saw their souls leave their bodies and they spoke to me before they left. And so I always had this connection Uh, notwithstanding my medical education that helped me to start to connect the heart and the mind back together and to take down that wall and heal again. 
So the first time, Jeff, because when you're saying that, like my listeners are probably like, what? You're in the hospital, you see these souls lift, and, and they're actually communicating with you. So they're probably blown away. The first time this happened to you, was it like, what is going on here? Or was it like the peaceful calmness when you just know? Can you was, describe that for people? It was, it's always been accompanied with profound peace. Uh, it feels like you're in the place you're supposed to be at that time doing what you're supposed to be doing. It feels like everything else, all the trivialities of the world fade away and you finally have a clear vision and a clear understanding of who you are and where you are. And that's been my experience whenever it's happened to me. Uh, it's always been uplifting and peaceful and enlightening. So as, as the spirits are leaving the body, are they communicating with you? Are they asking you to tell their loved ones certain things or what it, you know, I know they're not, I know when I've heard you speak before, it's almost like their lips aren't moving, but you know exactly their thought process, what they're saying, that, that oneness. Okay. This is what the oneness is all about to me. Yes. It's very clear. It's usually without words, but it's the, a more clear communication than you could ever affect with words. Sometimes it actually sounds like a voice speaking to me, and sometimes it's just a profound knowing and a flow of knowledge instantaneously uh, that you have an understanding. Uh, usually, in my experience, they've been messages of profound gratitude. Uh, even, I mean, I had one woman, she, she rose up out of her body and she stood in the air above the gurney and she thanked me profoundly for, for what I'd done, which to me seemed like I'd done almost nothing. I wasn't responsible for her, not her care. Another physician was taking care of her, but I happened to be in the room and I connected with her on a spiritual level. She was unconscious. She was intubated. They were doing chest compressions on mm -hmm. her when she reached out and started communicating to me and nobody else in the room knew what was going on. And when she left her body, she thanked me for being there, even though I thought I had done nothing. Sometimes the smallest things we do are profoundly important. So with all your experiences that you've had, you wrote the book, Not Yet. And the Not Yet book, do you have some of your experiences in this or what is your book about? Yeah, the book is, is about many of my experiences in and out of the emergency department. It kind of centers around a dear friend of mine. His name's Jeff Olson. Many of your listeners might have heard of him before. He was involved in a horrible car crash 24 years ago. The crash took the life of his wife and his 14-month-old son and nearly took his life. In fact, it did take his life, and he, and he came back. His wife met him above the scene of the accident and said, you have to go back and raise our other son because they had a seven-year-old who survived. Um, he was flown to my emergency department. And when I went into the trauma room, a bunch of uh, other physicians and care providers were taking care of him. And standing above him in the air was his deceased wife, who had died at the scene of the accident. And she communicated with me and thanked me for the care that Jeff was receiving. And uh, some of the stuff in my book is about the friendship I have with Jeff in the 24 years since that happened. We had the privilege of having Jeff Olson on our show, I want to say two weeks ago or three weeks ago, and he spoke about that. So listeners, go back a couple of recordings and you can listen to Jeff and his story. And I love the fact, Dr. Jeff, that that's how you two connected. 
was through that experience, through his wife, and you were able to be there and with his wife who had gone. Yeah, he had his out-of-body experience at the scene of the accident, but I knew nothing about it. He was unconscious when he got to the ER. And uh, I had my experience in the trauma room with his wife, and he knew nothing about it because he was unconscious. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a month later that we had our first conversation. When he'd had several surgeries, and he was awake enough to talk. And uh, that was our first conversation. And we shared with one another these experiences, and we've been friends ever since. That I love, my heart just like swells when when I listen to stories like this because there is, um, it's crazy how our scripts or stories are already to me written, and we don't know it. And as things happen into our life, we might question like, why is this happening to us? But yet, you created this huge friendship with Doctor with Jeff Olson, and and things happened, and people just mingle into your life because of circumstances that have happened to us and not all good, right? But out of some of the yucky stuff comes the cherry on the top, the dessert, the, the beautiful, the blissfulness of it. And it, to me, it's through relationships. And you also, Jeff, you talk about, um, your website talks about spiritual or intuitive mentoring. So tell me what that's about. I didn't speak about my gifts, if you want to call them that, for 20, 25 years. And after I stopped seeing patients in the emergency department, something kind of clicked, and I knew it was okay to share some of my experiences. As I started to share some of those experiences, um, I saw how they affected people. It, they validated people's own experiences and, and emboldened them to talk about some of their uh, difficult times or their spiritual experiences, sometimes ones they couldn't explain. And uh, I started to realize that there, I, I was getting uh, in, insights into what to say to these people and how to help them. And, and it just kind of grew from there until I started to do it on a much more regular basis. And now I meet with people mostly via Zoom because they're, they're on five continents around the world uh, yeah. and help people connect to their own divine nature, to their own uh, divine source and, and to begin to trust the, the direction that comes into their lives and into their heart and to go forward with it. I think that's, I mean, that's amazing. You and I had lunch together, I don't know, maybe a year ago where we spoke because I, I love this kind of stuff. When I hear that a doctor, a medical doctor is connected to his heart and soul and has had these experiences to me, I want to learn more about you because, you know, doctors sometimes they don't connect like that. Like you said, you're all right, right brain, right? Left, left. <laughs> right brain. There's no left brain. <laughs> Sorry, doctors out there. I'm just saying from my past experiences, <laughs> that's how I kind of feel like they're, they're doing their job. They're very intelligent and they know exactly how to heal someone. And that's what their goal is. That's what they're going to do. And I'm sure with being a doctor, you have to learn not to, you have to learn to detach because of so much pain, sorrow, and hurt that you experience every day. And my heart goes out to the doctors because yeah, of that. And, and if I could comment on that, most of my most profound experiences in the ER came when I was not the physician in charge of the patient. 
Mm. There was another physician there taking care of the patient. I didn't have to order meds. I didn't have to intubate or do a procedure or some other way, try to save this patient or, or help them. Somebody else was taking care of all of that. And I could just connect and have this profound spiritual experience. When I was the one that was trying to resuscitate the patient and keep them alive and do all those things, I was usually so much in the present physical, medical aspect of it that a lot of times the spiritual stuff got pushed aside. And I think it's important to re remember that and think about that because there is a way for us to to slow down a little bit, to connect with spirit and to benefit from spirit, even in our most physical lives. Yes. But that's a, a really good point. I mean, when you're on spot on and it's time for you to jump in and help save a life, everything's out and you're in the moment concentrating on what you've been taught, how you, how you've been trained, everything comes into foreplay on what's happening here and how to heal and how to save. And that's so important. And I appreciate that. But that's interesting to me that you were on the, when you did have those experiences, you were stepped back. You didn't have that responsibility. And so you're connecting with the soul and heart. How long ago has it been since you've retired from the ER? I stopped seeing patients five years ago. And since then, things have really transitioned. You know, about it was only about, nine months or so after I stopped seeing patients before I'd published my book. And I was actually in an airport with a stack of books fresh off the press in my bag, going to my first formal speaking engagement to talk about these things. And when a couple sat down to me next to me in the Delta lounge and started asking the usual airport questions, where are you going? What are you doing? And when they found out I was speaking and asked me what I was speaking about, when I told them what I was going to be speaking about, this young woman's whole expression just changed. And she got really serious. And she said, my grandfather just died. And he's come to me a couple of times. <laughs> and my initial thought was, why would you share something so intimate with a total stranger? ironic thought considering where I was going and what I was going to be speaking about, but that was the thought I had. And I told her next time he comes, ask him what he wants you to do. And she just resonated with that. She just lit up. She knew it was mm -hmm. right. She took one of my books and went and got on her plane. I uh, went and got on my plane. I'd been an emergency physician for 25 years. I estimated I'd seen in excess of 60,000 patients on the plane to Boston. Spirit spoke to me and said, you will help more people with this book than you helped as a physician in the emergency department. Gave wow. me a whole new perspective about the next chapter in my life. So I, I do something different now. Now I try to help people heal their souls. I did, for 25 years, I helped them heal their bodies. Now I try to help them heal their souls. Listeners, we have been listening to Dr. Jeff with his um, ER emergency stories with his speaking and the communication with outer body experiences and where he's at now connecting with the souls. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Robin Johnson and Jeff Olson. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. 
The book Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine, is authored by number one international best-selling author Karen Wright. Karen's book invites readers to learn and grow through every aspect of her life. She invites all who have experienced any loss in their life to take time, read, and feel her words as she opens her soul page after page. Through each twist and turn of her journey, Karen invites her readers to heal and become the person you are truly meant to be. Find your truth, live now, and shine. Visit shinenowornever.com or look for the book on amazon.com. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Everyone knows a realtor. A seasoned realtor, Karen Wright, has the experience and the knowledge of this crazy market. Whether you are a first-time homeowner, downsizing, or divorced, Karen understands the importance of easing the pressure for her clients. A hands-on realtor, Karen has been known to paint rooms, box up toys, bring food to her exhausted clients, and even help them find movers and cleaners to help simplify the process. She reminds her clients to take a deep breath and trust in her. For your next real estate needs, remember Karen Wright at Realty Paths summit visit your best move yet.net live up to your fullest potential this is the voice america empowerment channel you are listening to now or never the choice is yours to connect with the program today please call us at 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is karen at shinenowornever.com. Let's get back to this week's show. Here again is Karen Wright. Welcome back, listeners. We've had the privilege of talking to Dr. Jeff about near-death experiences, him saving people, their physical body, and now his role now, the new chapter in his life, talk, um, saving souls. His book, Not Yet, which I read and I enjoyed thoroughly and I was intrigued. And because of the loss of my daughter, his, him losing his brother, I felt just that connection, not even knowing this person. And the relationship has built. And it's crazy how things like that turn out. And just that knowing there's times when I feel my daughter that Kalina, who has passed away, and I just feel her and know she's with me. And my book, um, Now or Never Shine, Baby Shine, she pushed me to write that book, to get it out there, to heal those that have lost a child or a loved one. And Dr. Jeff has done the same thing with his book, Not Yet. And the connection that you just have with people of loss of those that are so close to you is, to me, automatic. In my, in my, my oneness, that's how I feel. I'm just like, whoosh! drawn to them and but that's just me (laughs) but before we continue on I would just want my listeners to reach out to Robin and to Dr. Jeff and so I'm going to ask Robin if you could share with your information again how people can get a hold of you and also for your brave heart retreat that's coming up this this weekend how they can um, sign in with that because I totally recommend it you guys 
You will love it. You will love Robin and the insight that you will have will give you the courage to heal that heart. So Robin. Thanks. Um, you can just go to my website, theheartwhisperer.com and um, contact me there. My email is just Robin at theheartwhisperer.com. And the registration um, has got to happen really quick if you want to join us on Sunday, but we would love to have you there. A lot of people just live kind of on a little bit numb. And um, this is really the chance for you to open your heart and live full out, enjoying every moment of life. That is what your life is for. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. And Dr. Jeff? Um. People can find me at jeffodriscoll.com, but if they don't want to try and spell my name, uh, <laughs> helpingsoulsheal.com. Helping take you to my same heal. website. That's great. I love that, Helping Souls Heal, because that's what you're doing. This is great. Now, the two of you, um, and I know there's, what, four or five other people. You have started a network. Let me think here. Wholeness Network, the Wholeness Network. I would love you to explain to the listeners what that is all about. I'll leave it open to either Jeff or Robin. <laughs> they are in this together. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, well, I have another business partner, Michelle Wingle, and she and I really started this up together. Jeff is on our advisory board and helps us a lot as well. But we just felt like so many people were suffering and maybe don't always have the courage to go in and see a therapist or start a big, you know, therapy or healing program. And we wanted to be able to put tools in their hands, something that they could just do at home daily. And so at the Wholeness Network, we have a library. You can subscribe to it for $49 a year. It can be accessed by any member in your household. But in the library, there are so many tools, whether it's a video, a meditation, a worksheet you can download. We have podcasts with a million amazing speakers like Dr. Jeff and others. Um, we have our own version of TED Talks and just so many resources that I feel like people can access in the privacy of their own home just to begin that healing process. And and wholeness is really about all embracing all of who you are. And that means the hard things and the good things in your life, you know, and so many times we just want to take those hard things and just avoid it or shove it down all that pain we feel just ignore it. But really, the freedom comes as we embrace that these hard things are the things that have taught you and helped you grow. And so let's look at what it takes to heal those painful things so that we can move forward with all of who we are and uh, really live fully. I think the information that you're providing on your network is absolutely um, will help people with, with moving forward. And I have written on my, my mirror, as my listeners know, I love my affirmations and I, <laughs> I can't even see my face because I've got words written all over my mirror, but it says, I am who I am today because of my past. Oh, that's beautiful. And I, I really believe that mm -hmm. through the trials, through the loss, through everything that we all experience, because we do life, 
life is not for sissies. And I say that when I close my show, <laughs> life, this world is not for sissies. And so my listeners <laughs> listen to me say that every week because it's not. But whether, you know, you go through your hard, your hard times or whatever, you're learning and you're growing and you have the choice to find that courage and to be brave, to start healing your heart, to start healing your soul. Um, Dr. Jeff, so when you're talking about and the soul healing. Do you do you believe because you have the heart whisper sitting right next to you? Do you believe the heart and the soul? You're the soul therapist. She's a heart whisperer. How do you how do you bring the two together? Well, I'm of course uh, encumbered with medical knowledge and the physiology and the anatomy and all that kind of stuff. Um, when I thought think about the heart, but setting that aside. From a spiritual perspective, the heart and the soul are one. Um, when we step into our soul, we step into our heart and vice versa. When we become one, uh, when we become whole, then we function uh, in, a, in a realm that uh, we're connected and, and we trust the, the impressions that come to us uh, through our heart and through our mind and through our soul. I appreciate that. I also have written my heart, mind, body, and soul are one. Mm. And I, I believe, I believe in that. I think there's a word I've been, I talked to you a little bit before the show started the word acceptance. I think in life, um, I personally have struggled with accepting the things that possibly, well, accepting everything that's happened to me. Right. Mm-hmm. And even though I've done all this healing work and where, where I was and where I am now, I still sometimes feel that doubt. We talked about the ego getting in the way and accepting who we are. What does acceptance mean to you, Robin? When, someone, when you ask someone, you know, what is acceptance? What does it mean to you, acceptance? Yeah. For the healing for emotional healing to happen, there's really three steps that need to take place. And the first is just awareness. You know, we have to be aware of what's my heart doing? What are those emotions I'm feeling? And what's the event in my life that has caused this pain? But then the second step really is acceptance, because (laughs) when we continue to fight against it, if that hadn't have happened, if I hadn't have, if this person hadn't have, you know, all those regrets, when we're still fighting that that situation happened, it's really hard to progress. And so acceptance is really that second critical step. Once we accept this is the past, it doesn't mean we accept that what happened was good or right. Mm -hmm. We're just saying there's nothing I can do about it. And this is in my past and I'm going to quit fighting that it even happened. I accept that that is part of my story and my experience. Once we can accept that, now we are open to change. We can have that change of heart that we need. And once we are able to change that heart, then the third step um, ties back into what Jeff was talking about. The third step then is to align align ourselves back with truth. So when we can get the heart and the mind aligned in truth, to me, that is the inner peace we're all looking for. But so many times these two things are arguing, right? There's a right. lot more 
going on between us. And so acceptance is really critical. If I have clients that aren't ready to accept it, it's hard to move them forward. Listeners, I want you to just take a time, lean in with your heart for a moment, lean in with your soul. Have you accepted your past? Have you accepted where you're at today? And and why is that so important? Robin hit it straight on. You have to be able to be aware, accept, acknowledge, aware, be, and accept what has happened to you, and then find the truth. And you have to let it go, and then find your truth. That's the beauty of this life, in my opinion, is we get to find the truth, find what makes us tick, find what makes us happy, and live our truths. And I believe our truths evolve as we emotionally, spiritually grow and evolve. I totally believe that. And um, I w- both of you have been amazing, and I'm just so excited that you were here today on my show. And if there's anything, um, a message for our listeners today that you could share with them, something to help them just lock in about the heart and the soul becoming one, Jeff, what would that be? Um, It's critical that people realize that they are divine beings presently inhabiting physical bodies. And we tend to diminish this in many ways. We think of ourselves as being somehow less than that. We think that being human and having human feelings and desires and regrets somehow makes us less. But being human is on the divine path. It's toward our future. It's where we're going. We came here to be human. If we're not going to be human, there's no reason for us to be here. Being human does not make us less divine. Accept your divinity and and be courageous about it. It's not pride to accept your own divinity. Pride is refusing to accept the divinity of others. I love that. Jeff, you also say, um, I heard you when you were speaking, I am enough. Yes, I was, I was speaking, I was getting ready to speak to a large group once and I connected, I centered and I asked, what is the message? What should I say? I take this very seriously. Mm-hmm. And the message came very clearly in three parts. Tell them they're enough. Tell them they're divine. Tell them they're loved. And, that's- and I often give that to my clients as a meme that Robin put together for me for them to put on their mirror and say it every night and morning until they believe it. I, I, that ingrained it in me when we talked about when I heard you speak and I have used that with my yoga teaching when I'm doing my meditation at the end of the yoga, repeating, I am enough. I am divine. I am loved. And I think that's very important words. And so these messages that each of you are sharing continues to ripple it's a rippling effect and that's what i love about this whole energy and spirituality and emotional effect with the healing of our souls it's a rippling effect listeners we have had the privilege today to listen to robin johnson the brave heart the whisperer brave heart whisperer heart whisperer and to dr jeff with their insights of life and where they've been and their journey that they continue to move forward on. Remember our affirmation, I am brave. The breath is a gift of life. Choose now and live. 
Remember, the world is not for sissies. We are here to experience our own story as we each walk our personal journey. Have an amazing day and thank you for choosing to be here now. Until next week, sending you all love and light. Thank you for sharing your time with us. Now or never, The Choice is Yours can be heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope you'll join us again soon.